I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Queen, I wanna see ya come through, Queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come Through Queen. I was shocked that she hit me, but I didn't want to ruin the children. Children are their people. <laughs> Train and wheel. Train and wheel and let them lead the way. Hi, Brendan. Hi. I love being like the Carson Kressley of this podcast. Come like every once every three weeks. Oh my god, you truly have become the Carson Kressley. (laughs) This past week was not even pre-announced. The community was in shambles. It was pre-announced in my brain. Oh, okay. Um Welcome back, Brendan. Thank you. Thank you. Jimbo, thank you. What a great job last week. What a great job. Um, what have you been up to? Tell us. I just flew in from the Windy City. How was Chicago? Was it really windy? It was actually... It was actually windy up there. It was really windy here last weekend. But the weather was great. Like, it was walk outside where you need to go weather, where I was mentally prepared for bundle up. Okay. Yeah. But... I know everyone loves to hear my comments on the architecture of various oh my God. cities. LA famously has <clears throat> short buildings. Yeah, Chicago has really tall buildings. Well, Chicago downtown has some tall buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, however, a much of Chicago, like the residential not right in the downtown. Right. I couldn't help but notice. So many of the buildings are, they take up almost the whole lot. But mm-hmm. not, but they're not attached, right? Which is very unlike New York here, right? Well, 
something that's bad about New York is that they didn't leave enough space. In Chicago, they have alleys where you can put things like trash. Mm. Um, There's just like, I think it's planned in a lot of ways better. Because so on three days of the week, you're not walking past piles and piles of trash on the street. Like New York City. New York City, baby. Yeah. I mean, like the buildings to me, it's like, like you're, if you're like standing on the subway and you're like holding your breath so you're not touching the person next to you, that's what the buildings felt like to me. Wow, you really have some <laughs> wild observations. I have worms in my brain. Wait, no, 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 no. I'm not done with Chicago with you. Oh, okay, yes. Did did you go out to like Boys Town? Where'd you go? Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention that. Um, this was a funny story. I mean, you told me not to keep the stories light. Well, uh, like I didn't want, I didn't need a rundown of like you getting a. Breakfast sandwich in the morning and how long that took sure. and all of that. Went to a place in Boys Town called Splash Chicago. Mm-hmm. There was a friendly female bouncer standing outside of it. Okay. Uh, I mean, usually bouncers I don't feel like are trying to chat me up, but she was fine chatting. And I was like, okay, you probably get asked this. Does Splash Chicago have anything to do with Splash New York? I, I know it doesn't exist anymore. May she rest in peace. And from being so chatty and friendly with me, she's like, no, we have no affiliation with any other Splash. This is just like, there's no, I was like, it's okay. It doesn't exist. Like, I'm just curious, like, why it says Splash Chicago. So it's not like the Eagle. Yeah. Oh, remember Splash New York? If you are no, it's scary. our age, if you came to New York, like, I arrived here in 2009. Yeah, I was. And from I like came back in 2008. 2009 to like 2011, 12. Late aughts, early teens. It really was a place that I didn't love to go to, but like I would end up there every once in a while. And it would always be like one of those nights where you're like, what the f- hell just happened? To me, it was one of those places where the locals don't go. It was always very bridge and tunnel or people from. Other countries. To me, it was very Cody Kirkpatrick every weekend would ask if we could go there. Mm, well, that the answer was usually no. Rings true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so no affiliation for Splash Chicago. But yeah, Boy Sound, so much of Chicago felt like I can't tell what neighborhood I'm in. Like, they all kind of blend together. Boy Sound, you can't miss it. <laughs> There's right. like rainbow crosswalks. Right. There's gaggles of young gays walking and screeching. Right. I like a city that has, like, a set. Like, we sort of do, but not really. I mean, it's moved. And, like, on, like, a Saturday night or a Friday night, Hell's Kitchen will feel like that. But sure, sure, sure. there's not a rainbow crosswalk in sight. Yeah, you don't feel... Um, you don't feel embraced, like, on a weekday afternoon. Right. True. Anyways, um... I didn't spot Tinsley... Okay, so Tinsley, if y'all didn't hear yet, is back together with Scott and has been spending some time in Chicago. I saw photos of her picking up dog poop in Chicago. Love wins, finally. Oh my god. You are the only one. I feel like the broader Roni community hates that this is happening, and you're the one who loves it. I don't, because listen, she wants a child. Mm-hmm. If she's going to get one, it's going to be with this man. Why? There's plenty of fish. I know, but like, she already has history with him. Right. Uh, to get to have a baby with another man, it's either going to be like going to like get a donor or 
convincing a guy within weeks of meeting him that like people zoom 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 in this economy i don't know i mean like i don't know <laughs> um i think she could zoom 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 with scott and then if it doesn't work out with him fine at least she's got her precious little baby her, her little teddy bear i bet they name it teddy bear that would be great yeah teddy bear mortimer Oh my god what's scott's last name coupon clue <laughs> clues coupon yeah uh brendan you were mocking my architecture worms but you have like a greater infestation of worms in your brain right now it's not worms i'm just doing what everyone else in this country is doing have you come up from air from tiktok so the past few nights <laughs> when i go to, when i go to bed i will sit in the dark for hours <laughs> on my uh, for you page on TikTok. Sure. Just, Hashtag for you. Just scrolling. Hashtag FYP. Just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling because the content's so good and there's always something new. I like. I'm too old to even understand how to navigate it. Okay, no. Dan, I feel like this is your space because you liked Vine. You can do some fun videos. You'd have to be like the niche. You'd have to like make it like your niche content. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and hope something sticks. But I think more stuff sticks than not on TikTok. There's yeah. high engagement on TikTok. Sure, sure, sure. So I but like, what does that engagement get you? It gets you recognition mm -hmm. with the TikTok community. Okay. Hello. <laughs> okay. It gets it gets you onto the Discover page. It gets you um like the face of a meme. Alex, Alex was laying on the couch playing with TikTok and I could see his eyes glazing over and I had to run over and like smack him out of it. Wow. You sound so judgmental as someone who spends your entire life with your face in that screen on either Zelda or <laughs> Pokemon Here and Go or like whatever the fuck you're doing. So the nerve of you to judge any of us for like liking something that involves a screen is actually very wild. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Let's move it along to Celebrity Drag Race was just announced. Okay, yeah. So they're doing a... It's basically going to be like Drag You, but make it Celebrity. Yeah. If y'all remember Drag You from several years ago. Yeah. Um, the queens were announced, but no celebrities. Yeah, so basically it's a makeover show where some of the all-star queens of RuPaul's Drag Race make over celebrities. What's interesting to me is Alyssa Edwards is on the show. Mm-hmm. I think we have one season eight person or like two and then it's all season nine onward. Yeah. It's, I was noticing that too. It's like very heavy on the new girls. Cause why don't they utilize the older girls? I feel like a, number one, a lot of the older girls have said too much. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, the newer girls have no problem playing the game. Right. Saying what they need to say. Mm-hmm. Doing what they need to do. Right, but like, what about like a Juju B who was on Drag You? What about like a Latrice? What about a Manila, a Manila? Yeah. Oh, I guess Manila did have that like controversy where she spoke out against production. Yeah. I think also, if it's going to air on VH1, VH1's probably interested in like <clears throat> bringing the girls who were on VH1. That's true. You know? Yeah, it's kind of sad. So, TBD, I mean, I'm behind on UK. It's hard to keep up with Drag Race, especially the, the spinoff stuff. I'm caught up on UK, except we're not caught episode. up. To, not tonight's episode, yeah, sure. which is currently, or aired in the UK like a couple hours ago. Very excited for next week when 
Jade Thurwall of Little Mix. Yeah. Finally takes her rightful But spot. this week's is Snatch Game, and apparently they do overall better. And I said this to Connor. Yeah. I texted him, I said, I think that the British queens have an advantage in Snatch Game in general is because RuPaul will laugh at a British accent no sure. matter what. Yeah. Like, you see how much fun he's having with just, like, doing British puns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, imagine Snatch Game with just like that. Yeah. He's rolling over. Bag Look. of chips... He probably loves bag of chips. <laughs> All of that and a bag of chips. I miss Gothy Kendall still to this sure, day. To this day. Rest in peace, Gothy. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's get into some Bravo news. Okay. So, um, Teresa and Joe Giudice are going to sit down with Andy Cohen on the Real Houses of New Jersey special event, Joe and Teresa Unlocked. So, the headline is a little deceptive. Yes, very deceptive. Um so BravoTV.com reports Teresa and Joe are expected to appear together on the Real Houses of New Jersey special event, Joe and Teresa Unlocked. Still deceptive. Airing this Sunday, October 27th at 8, 7 central. Um, the couple will speak to Andy Cohen with Andy Cohen. Oh my God. With Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen host Andy Cohen for the sit down with Joe appearing via video from Italy. Now... Why couldn't we hop on a flight? You mean Teresa and Andy? And Andy. And I, baby Benjamin. I, I think it's probably... he. Andy's got a full-time job with a full-time show. Mm. He's got a baby. He's got that radio show. This was maybe a little bit of short notice because we didn't know when Joe was going to get out of ICE custody. So I see why, they did, I see why they're rushing this. And it's like the perfect lead-in to the premiere of... Yeah. New Jersey, like they had to do it then, you yeah. know? Yeah, I just want everyone in the same room. No, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, and maybe they'll do that for like the reunion or around the reunion well, or something like that. Let's film the reunion in Italy. I bet you they're getting cameras up and going to Italy with Teresa. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so anyways, Teresa tweeted, Joe and I will be sitting down with Andy to discuss everything that has been happening with us and our family the past few months. Tune in to... A special, The Real Housewives of New Jersey special <laughs> event. I love saying it. Joe and Teresa Unlocked. Airing Sunday at 8 p.m. on Bravo. Hashtag Ronge. Um, Andy also said on Watch What Happens Live on Tuesday, you don't want to miss our interview with Teresa and Jody, Judice, which airs Sunday night. I did the interview today, and it was next level, you guys. Really <laughs> good. What does next level mean? I feel like if Joe is speaking, mm-hmm. that's next level to me. Yeah. Because usually he just sits there and, like, mumbles. Right. But now he's got, like, a clear clear eyes. Yeah. Open heart. S- skinny martial arts attitude. Um, I He's already feeling himself too much with this, like, content. I don't even know where this content's being posted, <laughs> but it like it's, like... Is it, I don't know, but it keeps on, like, appearing... You know how, like, you only see screenshots of stuff places? Yeah. I've already seen too much. Uh, do you think that they're together forever? Or is it over? Just because it's over doesn't mean it's really over. And if you think it's over, then it can be over again. Oh, my God. Okay, so let's move on. We also got the New Jersey taglines. So let's just go through and play a quick game of our favorite care or don't care. Okay. Sure. So first up is Teresa herself. She said, if you rub me the wrong way, there'll be no more namaste. Care. Okay. I don't care. Um, oh. Just because namaste, who cares? Yeah. Margaret. If you can't take the truth, sue me. Care. Big Nina Bonina energy. Yes. Uh, she, Margaret is our mother. She's poised to be 
the next matriarch of Jersey. Oh, yeah. Those uh, pigtails can elbow Teresa out of the way. Um, Dolores, behind every strong man is a stronger Jersey girl. Care, and did you watch the first... Seven minutes? Seven minutes? Yes. I can't believe... The man. What's his name? The boyfriend? Drew? I don't know. Is there filming with... Frank Sr., Frank Jr., Dolores Catania. Well, and that's why her her tagline at face value might not seem really good, but it is really good because she's talking about three men. Yes. She's behind these three strong men. And what happened to her daughter? Where is she? <laughs> Shipped her off. <laughs> Isn't she in school in like the Bahamas? I don't know. Something like that. It's like, I think she's like in marine biology school in the Bahamas. But like, there's... And Frankie winter Jr. Break. is right up at um, in Connecticut. I won't say where because that's where my cousin goes to. Sure. There's winter break. There's summer break. There's all kinds of breaks. I think there's only room for one Jersey girl in that mm. sad house. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, so Jackie. Don't let the minivan fool you. This mom won't roll over for anyone. Okay. Now, I don't... Like, at first I was like, is she talking about, like, a minivan rolling over, like a car accident? Right, like a vehicular manslaughter. <laughs> like, minivan and a rollover. Like, <laughs> like it blended in my brain. Um, I think what happened here was she gave a few options, and she's and a writer. Them? And they chose the worst one oh, okay. on purpose. Okay. Um, Jennifer, as I always say, plastic makes perfect. This is great. It's great. Care. It's great. Care. Um, and then ZMLS, mirror, mirror on the wall. I don't think I look 40 at all. Care. Yeah, care as well. All of these, like, I don't, I'm just so hyped for Jersey. They could have, like, their tagline could have been a fart, and I would say care. Like, right. I'm, they could do no wrong right now. Some of them are, like, leaning into New York territory, like the unwellness that we usually get from New York. Mm-hmm. Some of them aren't. I care about all of them, I guess. Um, but you know what we didn't get? Yeah. A new title card. Care. It's been... Several seasons since we filmed a new one. Last year, they just added in um, Jennifer and Jackie. Sure. Uh, I think, like, it was new when Margaret joined? Yeah. Maybe? Yes. Yes. Maybe Maybe not. not. Maybe with Dolores and Siggy. Yeah, maybe. Um, It it would definitely have to have been new then. Oh, 1,000%. Yeah. Because it was a rebrand. Because the old one, remember the old one with the twins was really weird. Yeah. Uh, So... Jersey right now is the only franchise not doing the stand in a row yeah. straight we still look got, that we've transitioned to. Because I got a tree leading the pack. Yeah, like a... In the V formation. Yeah, like geese. Yeah, like the Mighty Ducks. Like Fly Away Home. Don't know what that is. It's the movie where I think... um, What's her name? Anna Paquin? Mm. She like befriend some geese or whatever or she's doing something with geese and, and she, she takes flight she like builds some contraption to um fly and lead them to where they need to be to um migrate for the season and there was a song in it that i can't remember now but it was the song at the end of my fifth grade video yearbook so it always made me really emotional mm-hmm. i cried during eighth grade graduation Eighth grade? That was the one where I was, like, running out the door. Yeah. No, but you you mentioning a song, I cried. Like, we had to sing Count on Me by Whitney Houston and CeCe Winans. Oh, my God. And this wasn't our class's first choice, but, like, I think all, like, it was a Catholic school, so choice one and two got rejected. Mm-hmm. And 
we had to like sing it and like we were like each side would take turns with like the different parts or whatever and i just remember bawling <laughs> and i didn't even like like my middle school elementary school experience that much right but like i think it was just like a wave of emotion yeah that similar thing happened to me we sang um end of fifth grade a version i was in like the choir the choir that they brought together special to this yeah it was a version of you know that song to sir with love no oh that sounds really sick i know but they changed the lyrics so that it was to mount bethel with love which was (laughs) mount bethel was my elementary school Mm -hmm. and they changed all the lyrics like to be about whoever whatever drama mom was like doing this probably drinking a little too much wine while she was writing these lyrics sure and yeah it was very sick um, let's move over to Potomac. Though. All right. This Potomac news, there's like levels of it. Let's get the information and then dissect it. Yeah. We're going to first go into like, there's a fight. Yes. Urban Bell Magazine reports, looks like fans are getting another explosive season of Real Housewives of Potomac. The cast is currently filming the upcoming season and there have been a lot of rumors. The latest report claims the feud between Monique Samuels and Candace Stillard they have turned violent. Allegedly, Candace threw a drink at Monique, and Monique snapped and physically dragged her. Not pregnant at all. <laughs> However, some are saying they heard Monique was left with a black eye. One follower claimed they read this on Media Takeout. <laughs> Hours ago, she addressed this on Instagram. After posting a recent selfie that showed no injuries, she responded to a few comments. Check out the screenshots below. She, she wrote, Only hazel eyes over here in response to a follower who asked where her black eye was. So they're already getting into it. There was like a rumor of someone being arrested. Yeah, it's unclear who. Yeah, maybe someone. If you're out there and can pull a police report, if there is one. I feel like if someone actually got arrested, we would have had something right now. Right. Uh, A promo photo of Potomac has leaked, showing seven women. The seventh woman is allegedly Dr. Wendy Osefo. Dr. Dr. Wendy Osefo is a Nigerian-born political commentator. The 35-year-old is married to Edward Osefo, and they share three children. Her website's biography reads, in part, an award-winning researcher, Dr. Wendy Osefo, is a Nigerian-American television personality and a highly sought-after progressive political commentator and strategist. Wendy is a professor of education at the John Hopkins University, contributor at The Hill, and founder and CEO of the 1954 Equality Project, LLC. We have no choice. <clears throat> oh, the we have no choice is my Your, commentary uh, after going through her Instagram. And pulling up uh, videos of... Yeah, so she's like, she's a regular commentator on um, Fox News, on MSNBC, on CNN. She doesn't... She does it all. She does it all. Uh, it looks like she's brought in to discuss a myriad of topics, uh, like every hot topic that we have in our political world. She was talking about... Um, Kamala Harris. She was talking about stuff with Trump. She was talking about like the whole um, uh, the whole uh, situation in Virginia that happened with blackface a bunch of months ago, where like every politician there, oh yeah, yeah had a photo that. in blackface. Sure, sure. Um, basically, she does it all. Uh, um, and like I was like, oh, this person's great. I think she will be amazing. Well, what was wild was. She was all of a sudden she was rumored to be on it, and then two minutes later, a cast photo. That it's so wild that we are so early in the game that we have a cast photo. And I wonder if I wonder if after like such a huge fan response after last season of Potomac, 
Are they... Rushing it? Rushing it? Although, at the same time, the prior two seasons of Potomac were aired centuries before... I mean, were, were recorded centuries before they aired. Right. But I think, like, they do listen sometimes mm-hmm. and decide to, like, just keep going. It's also interesting because Dorinda posted a photo that seemed to be from a, sh- a title card shoot as well. Right. Recently. Right. And I feel like they need to be further along at this point. I There's no timeline because it's all done by different production companies. So yeah, there's yeah, no true. timeline of like when somebody's filming and doing photos for one. Yeah. Like there, it's not... It's all over the place because I think it's just handled by the production company, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is why we haven't gotten a Jersey new title card in so long because that's a completely different production company. Sure. Um, go back to our episode where we talked about the production companies to hear yeah. our thoughts. That was really a special piece we did. Yeah. It was probably it probably sucked. We should probably redo it, nah. to be honest. Um, let's go to Atlanta, though. Sure. Your hometown. Yes. Yeah, so... Exclusive, NeNe Leakes tried to spit on Kenya Moore during a massive fight over her friendship with Mark Daly. So, Love B. Scott reports that Kenya Moore and NeNe Leakes are back at odds. Weren't they always at odds? Yeah. (laughs) Sources who overheard the two fighting during the finale, which was taped in Atlanta, last week said that Kenya and NeNe got into a major fight while they were in Athens, Greece, over NeNe's relationship with Mark Daly. Here's what allegedly went down. So Kenya confronted Nini after hearing that she'd been talking to Mark behind her back. Things escalated quickly with Nini telling Kenya that Mark said he doesn't even like her. <gasps> Nini continued to throw out different things she and Greg were allegedly told by Mark as the fight got more intense. That's when, according to sources, Nini began to make hawking sounds as if she was preparing to spit in Kenya's direction. Um, we can't say for sure if spit actually flew, but our sources say that at least one cast member heard Nini say she was close to spitting on Kenya during their Athens argument at the finale taping. To be crystal clear, the finale itself was taped in Atlanta, but during the finale, the ladies had an argument about this argument, which happened in mm-hmm. Athens. As previously reported, Nini and Kenya got into a major altercation, nearly got physical with each other earlier in the season during a different cast trip to Toronto. Um, despite making up, things clearly took a turn for the worse. So that was confusing, but... The content it doesn't really surprise me. What surprises me is that we're filming right now the finale like a week and a half before the season starts. Right. But I think we're in a new world. I don't yeah. think there's rules anymore. Sure. You know? Well, Potomac broke a lot of those rules. Yeah. How they wrapped up last season with like catching up with all the, the women. Right, right, right. And what Nini's doing here comes at... No surprise to me. Sure. Because she loves remaining friends with one of her friend's exes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happened with Peter. Peter, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. And it's probably going to be like, oh, well, he and Greg were friends, so, like, we were all hanging out one time because yada, yada, yada. That's bullshit. Um, Nini's a snake. Yeah. I I read somewhere, I can't remember the source or if this is corroborated at all. That she might not have been heavily featured in the first few episodes as like a punishment for the antics last year. Oh, for ripping a cameraman's shirt off and making one lose a tooth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You would hope so. 
Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. I wonder how they punish these people, if they punish these people. Sure. Because, like, throughout the years we've heard of bad behavior. I remember hearing years ago that Ramona, like, allegedly hit a producer once. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Um... Well, we have some bad behavior to get to in Orange County. There's lots of bad behavior. Should we get into it? Let's take a quick break. We'll be back with Orange County and Dallas. Okay. O.C. O.C. At first, I was a little bored at the beginning of this episode. Like, bopping around, bike shopping with Kelly and Bronwyn. Mm -hmm. Um... Like, Tamara wanted to go play tennis or something with right. Eddie. I don't know what we were doing, but we were building up to something. And we were given a little hint by Kelly talking about how Bronwyn is a ride-or-die friend. Mm-hmm. And we got a little flashback montage. The, the sisterhood is alive and well. Yeah. Uh, so before we get to OC Fashion Week or whatever, we get one of two scenes with uh, Tamara and Ryan. Ew, and he's dressed in, like, like if you walk into those weird shops, like, tourist shops in Midtown, where yeah. you can get all the, like, American gear. You know what's so funny is, like, uh, I think it's supposedly, like, for true flag fanatics, like, inappropriate to wear the American flag as, like, clothing. Yeah, it is. And, like, do other things, like, funny like things Like, it's with part it. of, like, the code of, like... Flag culture. Flag culture. Yeah. yeah. I've yeah. heard that. So that's like interesting to me. Uh, but we're at a laser center to get a tattoo removed. Mm-hmm. One that's behind his ear that's like a dollar sign because he had money on his mind. <laughs> I feel like he only recently added tattoos. That it's interesting that we're now like going to go remove some. Yeah. It feels like he got a lot of them really quickly. Yeah. Right? Or, and has been consistently getting them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, for Big Brother Super fans out there, blank and you might miss it, Dr. Will Kirby, one of the most infamous uh, Big Brother contestants, was the doctor. Don't they bring him around still, like, for things? I. Uh, there were a few years where I think he was doing... Like commentary? Interviews and commentary, and I, I think... You know when they go to the seclusion house or whatever? Mm-hmm. I think they were bringing him to go to the house to talk to them. I think they still do that. Yeah. I could be wrong, though. Yeah. I missed that episode this year. Oh, this year. I mean, I missed most episodes. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. But I think we're... we. Oh, yeah. We're, like, talking about the Trump stuff a little bit. Tamara explaining her feelings about Trump felt so calculated. Yeah. And it was leaving the door open to, I don't like him personally, but yeah. she didn't say that she voted for him, but yeah. it definitely, the door was left open for that. There was like nothing about him. It was like the lowest hanging fruit. Right. It's like, I don't like how he talks about women and his bedside manner, which I... Right. I yeah. Like, like, that's weird. You've been by his bedside. Um, one thing that's funny, the Reddit about Real Housewives had to put up like... A post, oh like, yeah, and yeah, yeah. being like, this Reddit doesn't talk about religion or politics, and it's like, come the fuck, like, <laughs> this—they're directly talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they wanted 
they didn't want multiple posts about this. They wanted you to like talk about it in the OC right. recap. Right. You can post about religion and politics in the Come Through Queen Facebook group. Sh- we sure embrace crazy. it. Fight. <laughs> fight. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm here to fight. Uh, yeah, so that was fun. Um, but don't worry, we'll see more Ryan later. Gina is, I think, preparing for a date at this point, or just talking about a guy that she's going to go on a date with. Mm-hmm. A doctor she met on Instagram who slid into her DMs. This, to me, is getting into the territory of teen mom OG, and I don't love to see it. It's also like... Um, like Amber Portwood like dates friends. I mean fans. Fans, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What, are you going to date a CTQ fan if they slide in? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nobody's sliding. <laughs> uh, so she dyes her hair the platinum blonde that we have been seeing in confessionals for quite some time. Yeah. But, it, like, immediately post-dye, it looked fine. Yeah. But then, like, I feel like she was... that You might... You must have to, like... Deep condition it regularly or something. I don't know. Maybe the length was off or something. I don't know. But yeah, that's she. She wanted to start fresh. It's like when a gay dyes his hair, like bleaches his hair. Yeah, I think that's over though. Gays aren't doing that anymore. I think like we've reached the end of like gays going bleach blonde. Yeah. Especially now that we're going into winter. Mm. oh you mean just seasonally over no 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 i think like <laughs> i think it was like for more than a year that it was happening i think it was happening for years but the modern era of it like, like as a young gay i did that oh but this no the modern era okay, like okay. the the look that i'm talking about like the like the Troy Sivan look oh yeah, yeah like yeah, when yeah, he did yeah, it it was definitely a thing that people yeah. were doing in that very specific yeah. way and i think like as we end this summer, I think that is coming to the end. And there will be a new iteration of it yeah. to come. Maybe I need to do it to hide my grays. My grays are really wild No, I think it's... I think your grays should... You, you should embrace them as no. you're near 40. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> On my, like, most recent Instagram posts, my grays... It looked like I didn't have, like, graying hair. It looked like I had gray hair. Okay, but what filters did you put on it? You Can't. put a weird filter on it. No. Which may, yeah, you always do like, you like to do the lighten up the filter a little bit. That makes you look more gray. Oh, okay. I think you should just embrace it. Why not? It looks great. Let's go. Let's go. Let's okay. Go. Get into the comments. If you want Dan to keep his graying hair, okay. Um, say yes. And if you want him to dye it bleach blonde, say no. yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, let's go blonde. No, I shouldn't do anything. I have I have a wedding. <laughs> like go like Joe Simpson blonde for, for the wedding. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. Okay, let's. Oh, we're preparing still for OC Fashion Week. Shannon's a cool mom. She's yelling at Adeline. She's yelling at Adeline. Also, shout out to the Age of Adeline, a very good film. You always that, talk about this. It's a great film that holds up. If you're at home, it's a great winter film as we go into fall and winter if you're at home on like a friday saturday night you decide mm-hmm. not to go out yeah click over to your on demand click over to your roku search rate javadaline you won't be disappointed sure ellen bernston mwah. 
You know what's interesting? That movie got, I think, relatively positive reviews. Mm -hmm. And then her movie, A Simple Favor, got positive reviews. I never saw that either. Okay. But, like, that girl, Blake, she's got a few hits in her. Yeah. Right? She's got... She's... Great actress, mm. beautiful woman, in a beautiful couple with a beautiful man. They're Canadian. People love Canadians. Oh, they're both Canadian. Or one of them is. Okay. Oh, I have Canadians in my office. They brought in those ketchup chips. I, I didn't have one. Don't know what that is. Okay, so in Canada, the rage is like Ruffles and Lay's potato chips that are ketchup flavored. Do they sell them at Tim Hortons? I no, I don't think okay. so. But. Apparently, you can get them in the city. So the Canadians in my office like went and got a bunch of bags this week. And that's wow. what's been happening at my office. Cool. What's happening in your neck of the woods, everyone? <laughs> uh, okay. In Bronwyn's neck of the woods, we have her half-siblings, which, like, to my eye, get too easily mixed in with the children. Same. Because the heights. They're all similar heights. Yeah. Like, we haven't, I think the problem is we haven't gotten enough screen time with the majority of the children yet, so to be introducing other players is complicated. We really only focus on Rowan. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, the boy with the curly hair is just, like, a natural scene stealer. Yes. I mean, I, I wonder how far apart are Bronwyn's oldest child and Dr. Deb's youngest child. There was a TikTok that was like about a family like this. It was very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And sorry. <laughs> like, you guys, the the worms are crawling out of Brendan's ear right now. He has a full infestation. I love TikTok. Drop your handle below. Um, yeah, I wonder that too. How old do you think these people are? How old is Bronwyn? Bronwyn's relatively young for having seven children. I think this is like... Uh, a case for like an Excel spreadsheet or something. Okay. So we'll maybe circle back to this next week. And then we'll TikTok it. And then we'll TikTok it. Okay. Let's, we are now on a boat. It's OC Fashion Week. It's called Fashion. Look it up. <laughs> Eddie, Tamara, and Bronny are talking about their Del Mar antics. I don't like this one bit. I <laughs> don't like Eddie's like, oh, I wish Ooh. I could watch. <laughs> and, he, and then... Tamara's like, see what I say. <laughs> like, ugh. It's so predictable. It's so, ugh. Kelly dragging Gina's hair when she walks in. Obsessed. In the, her confessional. Describing, like, what she, like, this is what people who are going through a divorce or having a hard time do. And, like, what and she you should shouldn't not do. be doing. Yeah. yeah. Keep your hair the same while you're going for... That's actually that's actually a good piece of advice for anyone experiencing mm. a breakup. Don't do anything rash to your hair. Yeah. Because it'll take a second to fix it. Sure. It will take a second. Um, Gina's filling Emily in like while they're all waiting around for how Matt wants to get back together with her. But she's like feeling herself with her new platinum blonde hair and wants to go on dates mm. with Instagram thoughts. I wonder what this Instagram doctor looked like. Yeah. Did she date him for a while? I bet there's documentation. She's already been out in the streets with this like new guy. Yeah, yeah. Out in the, the just 29th Street, to be exact. 29th Street. Yeah. Keep your eyes peeled. Okay, so we get a fashion show, and it's time for Rowan's fashion show. But we're going to take an intermission, 
and we have to go up to a different level in the boat. Which doesn't seem to make the most sense logistically. Yeah, you terrible th- logistically. You would think you would like figure out a way to make the models walk down the same runway that the other ones came down. And it's not like there was some visual spectacle of a reason to... It looked like we were in the same room. Like two draft. It's like when you go onto like one of those boat cruises, those depressing boat cruises that are like open bar. Yeah. There's that big room that's always really empty when you first walk in. Sure. You're the first one there, and it has like conference room carpeting. Yeah. And you're sitting in like chairs that look like they're from like a Marriott conference room. Carpeting, not like in my brain, not meant for a boat. Like let's have a hardwood floor. Yeah, but I a lot of boats have. Carpeting. A lot of them. I know, but like, why? Like, below deck. It's funny to me. Yeah. Okay. Because um, wood can get slippery. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, when Christopher Columbus sailed, like, with the Nina Pinta and Santa Maria, Maria, Santa Maria, he had carpeting. How many people died on those, though? You don't know. <laughs> From slip, slip and fall accidents. If you're in an event, like, no, if you're, like, in a situation like this, where there's, like, a lot of people coming in and out. Like, they mentioned scurvy in the history books, but it was actually... Slipping the, and falling. The lack of carpeting in and these Slipping boats. and falling. Also, we don't celebrate Christopher Columbus on this podcast. I know, because he let so many people die so from slip and him. falls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, it's time for a little break. Dr. Deb needs to go to the bathroom. Now, this is where things get funny. We... We're only going to... Okay, for right now, we're only going to talk about what we saw on the television. And I'm saying exactly what we saw on the television. Cameras are up. But we're shooting this as if, like, we don't know what's going on. Right. Uh, Dr. Deb has to, in fact, narrate what happens. Right. Because it's not caught on film. Right. Or audio. And I still resent that Dr. Deb gets confessionals. Yeah. Uh, So, it's, like, chopped up. In fact, like... While Dr. Deb is describing what happened, there's like three different shots of Dr. Deb standing in different directions, going in different ways. Yeah, she's walking literally in three different (laughs) directions in every single shot. So if you haven't gone back, do yourself a favor and rewind, see what happened with your own eyes. And then we get to Dr. Deb and this guy. She's in a confrontation with the guy. A black guy. Yes, and she she refers to him as a security guy later down in, the... In a confessional? No, in conversation. Oh, to, oh yeah, yeah. In, to, to Bronwyn. Bronwyn yeah. Telling Bronwyn what happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's... So she's fighting with him. Then she goes and runs and tells Bronwyn what happened. And then, like, when she was describing who she encountered, she, like, took a breath. She's like... And it was this... Security guy. There was a lot of there was a lot of uh, there was a lot in that breath to people watching at home. Yeah, I I picked it up in like the first viewing. Right. Yeah. So then Bronwyn hears this, and now she needs to go fight for her mom's honor. So she oh, uh, what oh Bron no Doctor Deb, I think encounters Kathy before yeah. telling Bronwyn what happened. And Kathy calls Dr. Deb sweetheart. Yeah. Which sets her off even more. She says, don't call me sweetheart, sweetheart. Yeah. And Dr. Deb says, in a confessional, she says, and by sweetheart, she meant you bitch or something like that. (laughs) I 
I hate, I resent that Dr. Deb has given so much time in confessionals to narrate this when it shouldn't be hers to narrate. Because mm. she is the bad actor here. Mm-hmm. But Bravo wants us to think that she is love and light, a good person. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Stay in the light, bitch. But I believe we're documented on from the first episode that we've always been suspect of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so she goes tells Bravo what happens and then Bronwyn runs over to Kathy to demand an apology. Yeah. And Kathy doesn't, Kathy wants to pull her aside and like talk through it. Talk through it. Discuss what happened. Like Kathy knows that there was a misunderstanding of some sort that happened. And she's like, you don't want to make a mistake. Do you want to make a mistake? To Kathy's credit, she does pop off later, but she did at first, you are a true blind Kathy Stan. <laughs> I know. <laughs> give her, give her an orange. Center orange. They never will, because whenever I like stand someone, yeah. they <laughs> treat them poorly. No, what I will say, I don't think since um, maybe Allison Dubois have we seen a character come on for one episode, yeah. and shake things up like this. Yeah, maybe, maybe a Ray. From New York. Yeah. He's the only one in recent history I can think of. But was Ray two episodes or one episode? He was like, I think, uh, he was at one party. Yeah. But it was like, if it was two episodes, it was like, uh, to be continued. Oh, okay, okay. You know? Yeah. Well, I wish Kathy was to be continued. So she's fighting with Bronwyn and ride or die Kelly comes over. Oh my God. And at that point, like, there's no salvaging this because mm-hmm. it's now two against one right and oh my god <laughs> they're telling her to calm down they're telling her to stop yelling yeah and that's what pisses her off yeah and she's like i could yell all i want i'm the i'm the host and then she starts speaking into her microphone mm-hmm. and then putting the microphone in their faces like when they're saying things and i and then i don't remember like what she triggered this she like puts it towards Kelly, and then Kelly yells defamation, right? No. Or did... Kathy says defamation, like, bonk, and bonks her on the chin. <laughs> the chin bonk. Heard around the world. I wonder if there was, like, that mic... You know, when, like, the mic hits something and it makes that screechy sound? Right. Was that added in post-production, or did that happen in real time? I don't know. But Kelly explaining the bonking to, like... Her anyone who would listen. Well, to, yeah, to, first to that gay guy that was randomly yeah, there, yeah. and then um, Tamara goes, "Well, was it like, was it a real hit or was it like what you did to Shannon?" Yeah, which also shows Tamara's sneaky, sneaky ways. Yeah, um, and Kelly claims that it was a real hit, or she at least says, "Oh, the Shannon thing was nothing." So she's yeah. implying that this one was worse. Yeah, and then it left a mark. It left a mark. But Queen Kathy. <laughs> Start stomping up and down the aisles on the mic. I wish no one stopped her. I know. I wish she just would have kept going. Up and down the aisles on the mic, yelling about how she's anti-anti-bullying. No, she's against anti-bullying. She's against anti-bullying. Use hashtag anti-bullying if you would like to file a complaint as a witness. On your Instagram, tonight even. Tonight even. (laughs) We're all witnesses and fans here. (laughs) 
really, 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 really stellar job um, by Kathy. I love I her energy. She'll go down in um, Housewives history as one of the icons. Yes. Um, and we truly have no choice. But then she's interrupted by that um, shorter girl yeah. with the buns. Yeah, with the and buns. And the show must go on. The show must go on. Rowan has a fashion show. And Adeline and Rowan end the show together. The fashions were like slightly reminiscent, at least color scheme wise, to Leanne Locken's iconic infinity dress. Okay. Like a black, a white, and a red. But this was n- nicer than that. This could actually put skinny wear, shapewear, yummy tummy out of business. Well, this was athleisure. Yeah. 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 Okay. Shapewear, athleisure. Hello. Okay. Um,. I'm buying a Rowan whatever for everyone in my family. No, you're not. Yeah. What's the company name? Something with like, isn't there like a bunny involved? No. Okay. That's, the bunny's in Dallas. Oh, yeah. Bun bun. <laughs> okay. Bronwyn loses out on the car ride home. Like, don't fuck with her family. Blah, blah, blah. And I thought like this, like, it, it should, this episode should have just been more unseen footage from... OC Fashion Week. Yeah, agreed. Because now we're like Bronwyn and Emily going horseback riding. Why are we on horses? Horse girls need to be on horses. Uh, They talk about their dads or how they didn't have dads. But Shane, (laughs) Emily's like, Shane is a really good dad. Shane's not a good husband, but he's a good dad. That was so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then Gina is on FaceTime with Tamara, telling Tamara about how Matt essentially broke into her home because mm-hmm. it was unlocked. And, and it stood into, above her bed. And came into her bedroom and stood above her bed. This happened to you recently. <laughs> well, I mean, Alex let that person in. <laughs> uh so that's fun. I mean, Gina seemed not upset about it in the retelling, but wasn't was this an impetus to the order of protection or no? I don't know. Is isn't this also like fucking scary? As, I don't care who it is standing above me. Yeah, scary I don't care shit. who it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. And I already now, have night terrors from watching TikTok, so don't make it worse by standing over him. I know. <laughs> playing some more TikToks. Okay, and then finally more Tamara and Ryan. Um, Ryan's crying. Good, he deserves. Um, We can't say that he should see a psychiatrist, because I guess that's like not manly. So we'll go with a life coach. Oh, God. Right? Yeah. It's like Ken Todd vibes. Yeah. Um, And he's upset because he didn't have opportunities and he was the test child Mm -hmm. and she got to do things better with the younger children although really really wasn't she on watch what happens live like this week or last week claiming oh yeah that she would drop the show the show to like if that's what it took to have a good relationship with her daughter yeah hasn't she proved the opposite yeah already um I mean, like you've, you've had, you've been on the show. Like you have so many opportunities to like spin that notoriety. Right. 
Can we go back to test, not test coach, a life coach versus psychiatrist? Is it because the word coach is in it that it sounds manly? Maybe. To me, it, I don't know. Well, I think also it's like that plus like life coach sounds less mental healthy. I guess. And like dealing with your mental health is not masculine. I mean, like truly break the stigma. Yeah, break the stigma. I think CBS This Morning just did a whole episode today about me- mental health. Wow, I wonder if they watched Breaking Breaking the last night. And yeah. they were like, we gotta do this. Yeah. <laughs> Gail, Gail King was like, everyone in green tomorrow. All hands on deck. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that's it for OC. Shall we go into Dallas? Yes. So Dallas, I have not been into for most of the season. Right. But this episode, like, did it for me. There were a lot of good elements that I liked. A lot of good elements. Yeah. First of all, starting rest in peace, Playboy Bum Bum Redman. A good, a good bunny. A good bunny who has been dead for quite some time. <laughs> for six months, this is the um, Tinsley Mortimer school of preserving pets after and they Sonia die. And Morgan. Yeah. I, have, I guess just like set it and forget it until you're ready to deal with it. Oh my God. Uh, did love getting a clip of Brandy opening the freezer and like just petting it Aww. and the kids watching in horror in the <laughs> right in the window of all the we had tons of pets growing up i don't think we ever did a funeral for one of them well at least a pet or two like went off to live on a farm like be with its mother cuz its mother was sick your parents were those parents but i like i was like oh like in my brain, I was like, "Oh, like the animal's dead." One of our dogs, one of our dogs came to us, yeah, through a situation where people were pulling a that. So, oh. like family acquaintances. Oh no! The, but in my my case, the they dog actually was died. Da- yeah. Okay, so this family that we had who lived near us, they were kind of notorious for like getting pets and not being able to handle oh, them. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So then, like bringing them back to the pound or yeah. whatever, and so we were in the market for a dog. Mm. And so my mom was like, just give us your dog. Leftovers. Yeah. Your dog. And so we had my dog who ended up being my long time, like childhood pet, Jackie. Um, Jackie. But the thing is, as in Jackie O. Yeah. She's actually named it for my grandmother, but she came to us as Bailey and she was this family's dog. But the fucking thing is they were too close to us in proximity. So one day... Bailey went back. No, one day my sister brings home her friends and it's one of the children and she's like, that's my dog. And then I went on to work with another one of the children. So uh-huh. like that's how close... The, the family didn't sure. think it through. Yeah, that was kind of dumb. We kept that dog till she died though. Did, they, did the children care? They, I think they were used to their parents' behavior. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I hope they don't... Li- would they listen to this? I don't think they would listen to this. You never know sometimes. I know, like, but like, I'm sure they've moved on from this Right. Incident. Yeah, but you never know from like that first announcement like we did in like 2016. <laughs> the the loyal like, listeners. Who <laughs> some have. There are people from my like childhood who listen to sure. this. Hi. Hey. Hey, Atlanta. Shout out. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, so like they, they bury the, the bunny and then like... A bunny has risen. Yeah, there's like an Easter bunny that comes out. Yeah, because I think Easter's like around the corner or something. Right. Right, because Stephanie's yeah. thing. Yeah. So the, they, the, the Easter bunny hands out white balloons for us to pollute the world with. Yep. And then they just like decide to like drink in the middle of the day. Yeah. It's like a date night. A date night for yeah. a funeral. 
Sure. Um, those little kids together were fun to watch. Yeah. I, there were, like, more kids than were accounted for. Like, one of Stephanie's kids joked about, like, now we're going to eat bunny. Oh, yeah. It was funny. And they were little like, comedy no. king. Yeah, comedy king. Um, I would watch, if, if Dallas is canceled, which, like, it might be coming, folks. Who knows? Yeah. If ratings Brace keep yourself. up. And then, like racist cast members and all the ilk um i would watch a spinoff of stephanie and brandy's families mm. together just like vacationing yeah or just like hanging out yeah okay speaking of animals leanne's dog copied rich he now has one eye as well sad um cameron arriving to leanne's house have you ever seen anything like that in what way it was like just like this snobby, snobby woman coming into like this ranch home <laughs> with like UPS boxes everywhere. Oh yeah, um, like kitchen cut off from the living room in a weird way. That's very nineteen seventies feeling. Few windows. Few. It's dark in there. <laughs> Wood paneling everywhere. Yeah. Carpet. Wall to wall, wall to wall beige carpet that like hasn't gotten a shampoo in a while. Uh, like a, I want to say like a faux leather poofy couch. Yeah, like one of those ones that like men like. Yeah, you know those men like a certain kind uh, of couch because it makes them feel masculine. But it was a white leather, so that's like feminine. Right, you got to mix the mask mm. and femme. Yeah, sure. It sure. matches Rich's hair. It'll yeah. match yours soon. Wow, I guess I need to go move in with Leanne and Rich. <laughs> I could be their adopted son. Do you think the dog Carly is named after Carly Rae Jepsen, gay icon? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, uh, so Brandy and Steph canceled because of like school events, school, school events. functions. But granted, this was taking this this event was taking place on like a Thursday mid afternoon. Was it Thursday? I could be. It's definitely a. A weekday, I want to say. I thought it might have been Sunday, given that it was like Easter, um, Easter pageant that they were gonna. Yeah, but miss. I don't. But I don't think like the. <sighs> well, I I wasn't clear if the kids go to like Christian school. Yeah, I, I didn't strike me as they were going to Christian, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess that doesn't really make. I, I feel like a Christian school would not have school activities on Easter. Right, but it might have been like the Sunday before, like a couple Sundays before, or something like that. I don't, I don't know. It's don't always know. during the day and an inconvenient time. Well, there was even like I don't know if I missed timestamps, but during the shower when they were cutting the cake, I did clearly see a twelve forty-five timestamp. Jeez! So like, what time was like, the meal served? Like like eleven thirty a.m. You have it has to be twelve at the earliest. Come on, people. Okay, so they're canceling. Leanne was planning on having Rich hand-deliver Brandy the invite. Now, I... Forgive me. You mock me when I, like, don't remember every little detail. Like, was there something going on between Rich and Brandy that they're making up for? I think they just, like, have not had a good relationship because Brandy and Leanne haven't. Okay. I thought maybe there was something between them. No, I guess. Not that I can think of. Mm. Um... Another thing is, we got, what's her name? Jimmy? Jimmy. <laughs> she is... I can't really place Jimmy. <laughs> she lives in the same brain space, because I think they look like, as Heidi. 
who is Leanne's friends, who we oh. spent more time with in the early seasons. Yeah, where you, Dallas could use Heidi. She was at the last shower event. Yeah, but like give her a speaking role. Yeah. She was always in like like Jeremy Scott, like in like big chains and stuff in the middle of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always I think it's too sunny in Dallas. Let's dim the sun there. It's, it's always sunny. Okay, Deandra Mamadi. Let's talk business. I all right, some people are put off by like how hamming it up Mama D is. Mm-hmm. I don't care. She is an interesting thing to watch, and I love her bringing the hammer down on her own daughter. Like being so mean to your daughter. She will destroy her daughter just <laughs> for some Instagram followers. Yeah. It's wild. I love it. And we really get like a closer look into DeAndre's finances than we've gotten before. And I'm hoping for just more and more. Like the fact that she and Jeremy don't own the home. And that she wants to use some of her jewelry for like collateral. Yeah. She sold some of her stock, but she still has some stock left. And Mama D knows how much stock she has left, which sets Deandra off. So, man. It's like Mama D is the devil working in the details and... Deandra just has no clue what's going on in her own life. Yeah. So I don't know if this was on Watch Robins Live or like a BravoTV.com exclusive or something. I read somewhere Deandra saying, like trying to explain away why she's upset in a justifiable way. So remember those like pictures of like Deandra and George Bush? Mm-hmm. Apparently she was like an assistant deputy to the... energy cabinet member or something. I knew that. Yeah. That's been discussed. Yeah. So apparently Mama D told Deandra approximately 15 years, like 14, 15 years ago, come home and work on the family business. Right. Now in this time frame, you can't, you like you as like a family member who like essentially has access, like could get access to like, company information like you can't figure out what's going on here right what have you been doing for the last 15 years yeah so like deandra's deandra's like point is oh you made me abandon my flourishing career and like as a potential lobbyist or something Mm -hmm. to come work in this business but like you couldn't figure out in a year what was going on in the business right i mean deandra's been married sometime between then and now, yeah. before yes. this guy. Yes. Yes. So I think she came back to Dallas, probably was just more interested in like... Oh, wait, she was married to another guy? I'm pretty sure. Get out of here. Yeah, because remember that other... Remember I pulled up that um, poster for that show that was like on TLC? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that was around the time... There's another show that happened. <laughs> that they were on That together. they were on. And I think it was around the time that Deandra got married for the first time. If I remember correctly, my I brain would, of brains. I would go back and watch this show. Yeah, maybe it's on Amazon. Okay. Yeah, I could just watch this all, all day, all along. And I think we get more next week. Yeah. Which is really exciting. Yeah, I didn't watch last night's Watch What Happens Live. Yeah, me neither. Yet. Um, but apparently at some point, Deand- Andy was tweeting about how Deandra accidentally said rich's name instead of her own husband's name at one point and like he like it was weird for andy to be tweeting about deandra in the middle of the day a full day after 
Dallas airs. Uh-huh. Usually, like, I feel like he forgets about sure forgets who these women are yeah, until yeah, yeah. the next week. We also learned she gets $5,000 a month from the trust, and she can't live off that. But you also have your Dallas salary. Right, exactly. So you're getting $60,000 a year from just breathing. You're getting your Dallas salary. You can't cut the green living, green miracle salary. I guess like... It's expensive to be me. Yeah. Okay. I think that's her like point. Sure. And is she supporting that man? Well, that's like another big fun point of conversation. How like... Seemingly, she can't even ask him to make money. (laughs) Is it because he's, like, so passionate about one specific thing that he won't do anything else? That's basically, like, the The thing. Which is, like, men get away with that bullshit. Uh Uh-huh. What do you mean, like, men get away with that I feel like men get away with, like, they can't do anything else except for, like... It's, like, like the troubled artist kind of thing. Uh, where, like, men are allowed to be, like, these troubled artists who, like, don't live by the same rules as the rest of us. So, like, mm-hmm. she can't even, oh, okay. like, request for him to get a new job. It's almost yeah. like... This is a bad comparison, but, like... Kim can't ask Kanye to do anything because he's just, like, so brilliant and so in his world. Yeah. But it's also, well, on that spectrum, it's also funny how, like, Kim is not allowed to plan anything. Right. Like, Kanye has to plan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But let's get back to Dallas. Um, Okay, before the little event, Court and Cameron go to lunch. The only thing that really happened here was, like, we got a peek at Cam before she married Court. So she was, like, a nature girl. Mm -hmm. And now she's not a nature girl anymore. I love seeing old pictures of Cam. I know that Cam is not winning any arguments in the show or anything like that, but she is fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, we got a scene with Travis and Steph talking about Travis's dad, who li- who's a drinker, apparently, mm-hmm. or has some sort of drinking problem, moved to Thailand, repeatedly gets sick enough that he needs to be brought home to the United States. And then once he's recovered, goes back to Thailand and then gets sick again and has to be brought back. And like, it was weird for them to be talking about this. It just was random and out of place. Well, I just like the, I feel like there, there was a good amount that they were not talking about Mm -hmm. in front of the camera. Are so we, like, like, actively trying to humanize Travis? Which has been working this season. Well, I feel like he, he already has succeeded. Mm-hmm. I feel like most people enjoy Travis. Like, right. he's moved past the list-making days. Right. Right? Yeah, but are they, on the show... Real, like, still trying. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think, like, it's, re- it's a relatively new thing where people... I think yeah. between list-making and, like, this season, nobody cared. Like, nobody looked... Either way about Travis, and then like everyone this season is like, wow, I love him. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit last season. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we get to the shower. Cameron's, I mean, like they spend all of what they've aired of the shower essentially talking about the women who are not there. Right. Uh, Cameron's upset because Steph posted a photo of her son in a dinosaur costume for what's supposed to be an Easter pageant. Which this is very Love Actually. <laughs> yeah. This is very the lobster in Love Actually yeah, the Christmas yeah, yeah. pageant. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like for an Easter pageant, 
there's maybe it's not the same as a passion play never mind because a passion play there's a lot of roles that you can be sure there's like there's so many roman soldiers you can be there's so many just like villagers you can be i famously played both roles in wow. mine and then in a drive through passion play when i was a in high school i played um i was in the jesus on the cross station as jesus wow yeah big role i mean you are Actor. our generation's jesus <laughs> christ i guess yeah <laughs> uh okay so let me say so we're talking about like how this this is gonna outdo the wedding it's so beautiful blah 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 which is just like they're saying all this in front of her wedding planner oh yeah true but is, like but I blame that. I don't blame the wedding planner. I blame like the money that's being spent on this. Right. But at the same time, these centerpieces are blocking your view of the person you're sitting across from. Good. So you could essentially only talk to the person to your left or right. Good. Uh, it was just really weird to me. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, we cut the cake at twelve forty-five. We're talking. Then we start talking about a girls' night that no one was invited to except for Cameron. Mm-hmm. But the, what, what's funny is, like, everyone knows, like, the call, like, the call sheet, like... Right. Like, this event is happening this day, and then Carrie, who's not invited, plans a compete like, event later in the same day. Right. But it's TV, baby. Yeah. No, I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we're all together in a room, not, like, hunting a ghost, not on vacation right now. We're just having drinks. We're just having drinks and getting... Down and dirty. Um, I did like I did like Carrie, other Carrie. 1.0. Yeah, original Carrie jumping at the chance to go to this happy hour. Well, like, it was just so fun. Like, she was like, I don't know, guys. Like, is this what we want to be doing? And making all sorts of faces. Mm-hmm. And then she turned a new look, like, quicker than you could blink. I know. Was back in the car ready to go. Beautiful. While Leanne was in, like... An off-color jean and a I think Leanne went home and took a nap. (laughs) (laughs) She was really tired from her 10 a.m. shower. Uh, So, I guess, like, the the girls who show up to the girls' night are talking about, like, getting invited to the wedding and this and that. And, like, Brandy got her golden ticket. Via text. Via text message. Um, We get, like, uh, quick shots of the phone conversations and... Um, Carrie 2.0 shows her phone a text message from Leanne with that invite and I zoomed in I saw Leanne wrote just making sure you got this and checking on your RCP hope to celebrate with you wedding at 2pm and then reception not until 7.30 didn't we talk about this because I got that we talked about this because remember I got this an actual invitation picture sent to me yeah 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 Yeah. I don't like the break yeah if you're okay this is Pro tip advice from a wedding planner to your ears. Have your wedding ceremony. Have a cocktail hour. Yeah. Then reception. Yeah. Don't do a ceremony in the morning or afternoon and then have the rest of it at night. That doesn't work. I'm sorry. People <laughs> don't like not having a place to go for that in between time. Do they have to like go home, take off all of like their like suit and stuff, like hang out and then like put everything back on and like go back to your wedding? I mean, it's definitely like a from another time. Yeah, but even like 
my um uncle and his wife got married like in the Catholic Church. It was like very two separate things, but it was like we went from the church to the cocktail hour. The cocktail hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the nineties. That was the nineties. Wow. They were trendsetters. Yeah. Out of their time. Yeah, I mean these days, you know, which I think is really wise. They are getting the photos done before the ceremony. Right. And doing like the whole first look photos yeah, and like yeah, all yeah, of that. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. You'll still get the emotion that you're going to get when you see your partner walking down the aisle anyways. It's like, it's a, it's its own unique thing. Yeah. Not that I would know, but like I saw my sister walk down the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have like perfect view of Tim and Trang. Oh, that's true. As the officiant. I teared up. Teared up. You, you, you I tore it up. up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the girls arrive, and then everyone starts fighting, and it's hard to even keep track of what's going on. But strangely, the only person not really fighting is Deandra. Yeah, just sitting there. Yeah. Thinking thoughts about how she has no money. <laughs> that $5,000 check can't come <laughs> soon enough. Uh, um, I like the content of the fights so much don't really... It's like, I don't really know. That's what we've been talking about. Yeah, I don't really know still what Stephanie and Cameron are fighting about. I kind of know what Leanne and Carrie are fighting, new Carrie are fighting about. Yeah. Um, I want to know what old Carrie is fighting about. Because she was fighting. Yeah, she's fighting. Trying to get that Trying to get that star back. Um, They should have kept her. They should have kept her. We could have had two carries. We could have. It, that would have been a fun plot device. Yeah. Also, they could have called one of them K and one of them C. Also, I are is Carrie a birth name for both of them or is it a nickname? What else would their name be? Car- Carrington. Car- Carrington. Or I don't know. Carol. What, I, I wonder, like. Um, New Carrie, she is Mexican. Mm-hmm. Is that like short for something? Maybe. Maybe. We'll never know. But what we do know is we did get a mid-season trailer that did not air after this episode. It was just posted online yesterday ahead of the episode. Which they do. They do. They do. But then usually they usually put it at the end of the episode To remind too. you. Yeah. So not a good look at all for Leanne. Yeah. Um, well, it's really coming to a head for her who's like... Been doing, like, kind of cultural appropriation stuff for a little while. Yeah. Very overly produced. A lot of um, a lot of cultural appropriation stuff. Um, and she has two instances in the trailer where she, like, calls Carrie, like, the Mexican the or, like, the chirping Mexican. Mexican. Yeah. Just, like, fucked up shit. Yeah. Uh, and what... Ha- uh, this spurred a conversation in the Facebook group about how it's... Interesting how, like, this is really the first time in a non-Atlanta, uh, Potomac series that we're really addressing race and racism in any way. Right. Because there's definitely been stuff in, like, OC, New York. Oh, right. Like, as far as, like, it when it happens, it being called or out. Or glossed over. Yeah, it's been glossed over in other cities often. And to be honest, them not airing this trailer after the episode makes me wonder if they're trying to do some like moving and shaking. I know this is a strange conspiracy theory. Okay, it's kind of it's it's a conspiracy theory, yes. 
But I point back to after the trailer aired for season four of Real Houses in New York, and we saw um, Ramona making fun of like people in Morocco. Yeah. Um, that whole thing was cut out of the season. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. It's still like online somewhere. If you don't believe us, I can find it. I'll find it and put it in the Facebook group. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that got glossed over. I mean, there were other awful things she said during that trip, but like she really like went above and beyond. There's page six articles about how people like everyone was mortified. I'll yeah. find it all. I'll put it in the Facebook group. We'll make a thread. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wonder what's going to happen with Dallas. I think it could be the end. The trip coming up does look a little bit more interesting than the trip that we were already on. Right. But I could just be... Is other Carrie on that trip? No. In okay. fact, I, I don't even think I knew about the first trip, but we all knew that Carrie Duber was not in Thailand right. while the women were in Thailand. Right. Yeah. This is why she also wasn't invited to Andy Cohen's baby shower. Oh, yeah. Okay. Brennan, let's get to the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Okay. So while we were talking... The Freak is. And while we were talking about um, OC, we I specifically said we were only going to talk about what happened on air because yeah. our Freak is devoted to what happened... What we've learned since. Yeah. Okay. So... Our freak is Dr. Deb, and a lot of you probably have seen this online, but for those of you who don't score like the internet like us freaks do, um, I'll lay it out for you. So Chris Keys was the person who was portrayed as the security guard on this week's episode. He, in fact, isn't actually a security guard, as Dr. Deb said. He's actually a sponsor of the events. Yeah. Um, he wrote in his Instagram story to Dr. Deb... He said, let's talk about the facts. No one grabbed you. You were out of line in your actions to bully. How, how do you say that word? Hot. Ho, like hot. Hot. Couture. Hoat, like hot. OC, OC. Who I think is Kathy. Yeah. Um, Kathy. And by not following the rules of the house, I asked you to stop because you were going where you weren't allowed. Not to mention how you called me a N word thinking that would affect me. Good try. But don't try to use abuse as a way to change the narrative for your ego. You're a liar and a bigot, and this is beyond shameful. God have mercy on your soul. Yeah. He had, I guess, I don't know the terminology, like, grabbed her post. He'd shared her post to his story. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Because she had written something about, like, abuse she has uh, received throughout her life or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just... She is so in the wrong in this. Once you, like, learn that he's a sponsor of the events. And that she said the N-word. Yeah, and, like, the fact... It's so disrespectful, actually, if you watch the show. There was no Chiron given to this man during the entire time. When, yeah. like, if you look at it, if you're watching the scene, and um, Kelly's friends, the, like, gay guy, says, yeah. like, one word, and he's given a Chiron, mm -hmm. like, so-and-so Kelly's friend. This guy, who was an integral part of the um, plot, plot yeah. was not given a Chiron, and we only heard the narration through Dr. Deb, yeah. who misconstrued who he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and just was awful. Wow. I wonder if this will be addressed on the reunion... 
I almost don't want them to even let Dr. Deb in the room, but I know that she's going to get a seat on that couch. Well, I mean, it could even be addressed solely with Bronwyn, but she's definitely going to get a seat. Yeah, I read somewhere that Bronwyn and Dr. Deb unfollowed each other. <gasps> yeah. Wow. And I think Bronwyn was on Watch What Happens Live like last week and like alluded yeah. to like they're not getting along right now. I didn't watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I need to go back. Okay. Bad news bears. Ugh, but in good news... Our one true queen, I'm sure she's been one true queen several times in the past. Yes. Kristen Duty. Wow. Deserved. Wow. Another former server will soon add published author to her resume. People can exclusively announce that Vanderpump Rules start. Kristen Duty is writing a book. Best known for her take no prisoners approach to friendships, life, and love. Duty has teamed up with How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days author Michelle Alexander to create the ultimate guide to owning your crazy and never giving up on love. He's Making You Crazy, acquired by Chicago Review Press, love Chicago, a division of independent publishers group, is expected to be published in hardcover and ebook in summer 2020. Duty said in a statement, women get used to being called crazy whenever we're emotional. People might call this a self-help book, but I see it as a self-empowerment book. My goal is to create an army of boss bitches who own being crazy and fight for the respect we deserve. I want to give every reader the tools to avoid or get out of unhealthy situations and find real love. Sometimes that requires deep self-reflection, but sometimes you just need to put on your detective's hat and hack a man's email account. Beautiful. I think it's perfect that she is working with the person who wrote... um whatever it was called. He's just not that yeah. into you. Or no, how lose a guy in 10 days. Even better. Yes. Um, I think this is a perfect angle for her. Let's turn this book into a series. Yeah. Um, I still like the reality show idea where she hacks into your man's email account and sees what Ubers he's taking. Love it. Um, I will buy this in hardcover. As soon as the Amazon link to pre-order is up, I will be, um, pre-ordering. I will go to a book tour stop if there is one. I will go to a book tour stop. Yeah. I will. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. She better be also serving Witches of WeHo there. Which you heard some I heard, I heard that Katie and Stassi no longer want to do Witches of WeHo. I hate them. I heard that on another podcast, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. And I don't hate them. I actually like both of them. But they're icing out duty. I know. I don't like that, but... Okay. To every season, turn, turn, turn. Sure. And it's time to turn the page on this episode of Come Through Queen. Finally. (laughs) Um, That's it for this week. Why don't you go leave us a review? Five stars, baby. Um... Say how much you hate that I'm back and you wish that it was the endless stream of guest co-hosts. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, you can go to comethroughqueen.com slash store, get some merch. Winter's coming. Get a sweatshirt. Winter's coming. Maybe we should come out with new designs. New designs. Tis the season. Um, uh, go follow Dan at IDK IDK. Go follow me at Not Brendan. Go to the Come Through Queen Facebook and join the conversation. Go to TikTok and scroll for hours and hours. No, save yourself. Hours and hours. No, you'll get nightmares like Brendan has. Uh, You can email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com or call us at 717 47 Freak. And you can like, comment, subscribe, partially retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
I wanna see you come through, Queen. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs>